our hearts to you and say, do it. <laughs> You're the great physician. He's surgeon. <laughs> so, Lord, just circumcise. Take away the things that doesn't look like you. We want it all. And you know what? Heaven is, is closer than we think. It's not, we don't have to wait till we die to experience heaven. We, the Lord wants us to step into that, to that next realm where we can experience the things of him right here on earth. So, Lord, we want to step into that. And he, as he spoke to me as we were singing, and he, he, he said that the breaker anointing is here this morning. And I read about that in Micah just this week, and it talks about the breaker, the Messiah, who opens up the way. He will go up before them, liberating them. So he is bringing his freedom. That breaker anointing is here. Who needs a breakthrough in something, whether it's physical, whether it's financial, uh, a, 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 something in your family. Lord, we ask for that breaker anointing to come this morning. You said you were here. Lord, we receive it for you to break through the things that look impossible to us because nothing is impossible with him. Lord, we reach out and take that breaker anointing. It breaks off sickness. Who needs a touch physically today? Lord, touch those physically that need a touch from you. That breaker anointing that takes off infirmities, that takes off disease, that takes off the words that's been spoken over you that says you'll never be well. We ask the Lord to break those words off you. You know what? You don't have to take every word that the doctor speaks over you. So, Lord, we say no to those in Jesus' name. You know what? They're practicing medicine on you. Let them go practice on somebody else, you know? Lord, the, the great physician wants to break off of you and heal your body. We step into your physical healing this morning. You can do that here. I... Come forward and stand on this line. We're going to just do this right now. Come forward. If you need a physical touch from the Lord, if you've had it a long time, if you're just today, there's more coming. Come on. Okay, Amanda, Terry, Bob, somebody, some of y'all that aren't on this line, y'all are going to come pray for them. So come on. Come in and come on, Amanda. Come on. Lord Jesus, John, you pray for people? Come pray for him. Just come lay your hands on him, Lord, and I'm just going to pray. Bob, pray, start praying for him. Just go down the line. Lord, in Jesus' name, your breaker anointing that breaks all sickness off of them, we are agreeing for healing for our brothers and sisters. Lord, you t sickness is not from you. And Lord, you've come to bring liberty. You've come to bring freedom. We step into your freedom. We step into your, to your healing this morning. We thank you, God, that your healing presence is here. Lord, we bl bless these people. Lord, everything's from gut issues to fingers. Lord, whatever it is, Lord, you care. You are in the midst of this. Lord, our faith is in you. I heard this is a new season for faith. So, Lord, we stir up our faith, God. You stir it up. We believe you. There's things that, we, that the doctors can't do. Lord, we trust you. Thank you, Lord. We bless you. Thank you that healing comes from you. We don't have to wait till we die and have that 
have healing. Lord, we can walk in, in wholeness and health here. Lord, we just thank you, God. I lift up Jackson's dad to you now, Lord. You're going to break out, pass through the gates, and you're going to be able to go out because the king goes before you. The Lord is at our head. So, Lord, we thank you for these promises that are in your word. We bless you, Lord. Thank you that the spirit of healing is here. Thank you, Jesus. Mariah, turn around and pray for that lady on the front row. She needs a touch from the Lord. Lord, just touch my aunt. Lord, heal her, God. We stand against the things that's been spoken over her. Lord, you want her to have a long life. You want her to be able to walk. No pain. We just break off sickness off of her in Jesus' name. Thank you, God. Do you have something? I'll exercise my faith. The word says that Job prayed for his friends and they'd be saved and healed. And I, so I'm praying for my friends so I'll be healed. It's a step of faith. And also I heard the Lord say, I heard this this morning, so before I got here, but I think it applies to what God is getting ready to do on the, in the earth, in our country, in the earth. He's going to put on the greatest show that's ever been put on on earth. So get ready. Hold on to your hat. We're going up. Or he's, he's coming down. <laughs> Actually, we've been praying, thy will be done on earth. So he's coming down to meet with us. We're going to meet in the middle. There you go. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> well, men, um, you're going to have a meeting here tomorrow night at 7 o'clock. So you guys come and be here and be a part of that. That will be a good time. Uh, Debbie will be teaching this Wednesday night on the new month that's ahead of us. So, uh, And then her, she'll be back um, from her vacation in Hawaii. God bless her. We're all jealous. <laughs> She'll be uh, starting her ladies' uh, Bible study back on Thursday morning. So, yeah, yeah. We're not jealous. We're blessing Debbie in Hawaii. And I want to uh, rejoice with Jackson because uh, he told us that he got a, a big job and uh, with the hotel deal, and I, I just think that's great. So we rejoice with you and your business, and uh, God wants to bless the businesses and bless you in your work. So we're going to, let's just stand and we're going to receive the offering. Lord, we, we bless you. You know, God gave his very best. And we want to give our best right back to him. So we just come this morning. Won't y'all just come and stand and turn around and then we'll let them come to you this morning. Then you can greet someone. So, Lord, we just bless you. Thank you that we can sow into your kingdom. And we just, um, we give cheerfully. God loves a cheerful giver. Ha, ha, ha. Lord, we're, we give cheerfully to you this morning in Jesus name. Amen. We're sowing in. So sow your seed and then greet someone this morning. Woo! She's skipping. Come meet my Aunt Janie on the front row. Dad really does have a sister.
Okay, recess is over. Isn't our God good? There's just so many things going on in our country that we need to continue to believe God for. We need to continue to pray for our country. We need to continue to stand against the, the government takeovers. I'm telling you, they want to take over everything, and, and we've got to stand against them. It continues to increase. And don't go offer up your kids to Satan tonight with Halloween. I'm amazed at Christians that still want to do that, but uh, life goes on. You know, there's a, I wrote down a whole list of things just happened this week. Here's a migrant teen facing three murder charges, is released from jail and allowed to return to school. I mean, that's, that's the world we live in now. A couple of weeks ago, did you read about the lady that was raped on a train? No, nobody helped her. Yeah, nobody helped her. Here's the good news. The Hispanic restaurant owner in Arizona that last year stood for Trump, and they just they closed him down. You know, he got so much hate. Well, he's running for governor of Arizona now, so. <laughs> Lord help him. <clears throat> There's schools in Louisiana that had three, de three days of just riots, 23 kids arrested, but they had, they had a mandate. Forty men showed up and just started going to school, walking the halls. They hadn't had an outbreak since. The dads showed up. So Angie announced that men tomorrow night at 7. So show up. And parents, be warned, your children are being subject to transgender indoctrinations. And teachers' unions say to treat parents who complain and oppose critical race theory as enemies. That's the teachers' union for you. But here's some good news. A man that as a teenager was a refugee from Afghanistan... So he ended up growing up here, got in the military, but he's been out of the military, but he recently went back to Afghanistan. He knew how to slip in and brought family members out. So, and also he said he brought 10 other Christians out. So there's some good things going on, but there's, uh, listen, we've got to stand against all these things that they're saying in Irish County with 99.7% of the people vaccinated, they have the highest rate now of COVID going on. So I'm telling you, they're, they're, that thing's still spreading. And we read a report last night of 24,000 permanently disabled from the, the shots and 16,000 fatalities. Now, I know some of you have taken it and got by with it, and, and I, I pray you do. But listen, nobody's got a right to tell you what to do about that. And there's a lot of people about to lose their jobs or have lost their jobs uh, over this. 
And we just can't allow the government to continue to want to tell us what to do. It's your choice. It's your choice. Anyway, who would have thought that would happen in America? Listen, this whole thing is to depopulate the nation. That's what, it, that's what COVID was all about. It was planned to do away with us old folks in particular. It was to take people out. They still think we've got too many people here. There's enough natural resources in every nation to support that nation if they had the godly government. And Lord, we ask you to intervene in the government of this nation. Yet, I look at that and I say, God, but you've allowed this. They didn't, they outwitted Trump, but they didn't outwit God. So he's got a purpose in this and maybe he's making us cry out more. But he knows what he's doing, but we're still to pray. And listen, I still believe it's on the church. It's the church's fault. It's we pastors' fault. We've been too quiet too long. And we say we believe in a God can do anything, but we don't go out and do much. Is it still working, Alan? Okay, thank you. Well, let's look at, you like first chapter of Corinthians probably better. But we've got to face up. I'm going to make a phone call tomorrow. Make a little protest. We'll just see where it goes. Cast your bread upon the water. Who knows? I did it once here in town and it stopped an event. They was wanting to start selling beer and alcohol on public on Skytook property during holidays or sporting events and such as. And I called the city manager, told him the, the churches are against it. And he didn't do it because he he told somebody he didn't want to divide the vote with the council because some were going to be against it. Hey, Facebook, welcome. Melissa, I don't hear you saying amen this morning. You need to be helping me here. Listen, we don't outgrow, don't underestimate the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ. We, we take it for granted. It's like, okay, we've done that, we're going on. Listen, the power of the God comes through our cross. He designed that cross. That didn't slip up on him. That was a planned event. And the word of God, I just want to read some of this. For Christ did not send me to baptize, but to preach the gospel, not in cleverness of speech, so that the cross of Christ would not be made void. Listen, preaching the cross is the wisdom and power of God in a mystery. And only the Holy Spirit can reveal it. If you're going to get anything this morning, it's going to be because the Holy Spirit gives you some revelation on it. I got up and read a devotion this morning, and I moved a day ahead, and it changed my whole day. 
It did. It was good. It was good. Listen, we need to have our days changed. I want to be on God's plan. I'm, mine is subject to change. For the word of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. For it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise and the cleverness of the clever. I will set aside. Verse 21, for since in the wisdom of God, the world through its wisdom did not come to know God. Worldly wisdom will never bring you to God. Worldly wisdom will not save you. Worldly wisdom might solve some temporary problem for a while. But only God changes the things that really need to be changed. God was well pleased through the foolishness of the message preached to save those who believe. For indeed, the Jews ask for signs and Greeks search for wisdom. But we preach Christ crucified to the Jews a stumbling block to the Gentiles' foolishness. But to those who are the called, are you the called? Both Jews and Greeks, Christ, the power of God and the wisdom of God. Christ is the power of God. He is the wisdom of God. Don't underestimate the cross. Verse 30, skip down to it. But by His doing, you are in Christ Jesus. Now you thought you got there. It says it's by His doing. Who, because, who became to us wisdom from God and righteousness and sanctification and redemption. Those things are yours because they're in Christ Jesus. If you're in Christ Jesus, you have His wisdom, His righteousness, His sanctification, and His redemption. God has given us everything we need. How do you start your day? Uh, how, when, when is your prayer time? When is your closet time or quiet time? Now, I don't mean while you're driving. I mean serious time. I, I got a friend years ago that got saved, and he called me, and he said, I realized I was driving with my eyes closed. You know, you, you, can't, you can't do that. That's not good. But how do you start? I don't care if you pray in the evening, at noon, or morning. But when is your time? And if you say it's really never a certain time, it's probably not a very serious time unless something goes wrong. So if something's special to you, you'll make a special time for it. Mine's of a morning. Uh, it can be in an evening. That's when the day Bible says the day starts. It can be at noon. It, I mean, that's immaterial, but just so we, we have that time. But how do you start it? Do you start out worshiping the Lord? Some people start with music. Maybe do you start with uh, Matthew 6, Our Father? That's a good prayer. That's a good way to start. Which are in heaven, hallowed be your name, worship him. Great, wonderful are you. You know, I, I really like the part where then it says, where we ask, 
Lord, give us this day our daily bread. There's just something in human nature that we need to ask God. That's his idea. Jesus said to pray that, so it's got to be right. Then you can pray, forgive us our sins. Lead us not into temptation. I put all in there. Deliver us from all iniquities. Deliver us. Thine is the kingdom, the power, the glory forever. You don't have to just pray it per word or in King James English. But maybe you pray, uh, I'll, what about uh, John uh, 15, 7? It says, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you can have what you ask. So say, Lord, I've come to abide in you and your words are in me. And just take time to, however you start, use, use some scripture. You, you'll, you'll learn them. Oh, and don't forget to put the armor on. And I know maybe we don't ever take it off, but I think I need to be aware of putting it on. I can go through all six pieces, but I usually say, Lord, I put on the full armor and I particularly raise that shield of faith. I put on the helmet of salvation and I take the word of God that's sharp and quick and more powerful than any two-edged sword that it pierces dividing asunder of soul and spirit and joint and marrow. It's a revealer of things that are in our hearts. We need that word. I mean, just... How do you start your day? See, this is, it's 101 Christianity, but we, we need to know how to worship Him and we need to awe Him and He's not the guy upstairs and is a casual something or other. He's the God of the universe that chose us to live in this day and time. I just love the Lord. He loves us and knows all about us and still loves us. And he knew we were going to walk through junk we shouldn't have walked through. And he's just hoping that we're getting through it. We're gaining. We're gaining. Just to know, see, if you can talk to God like that, you'll know he really loves me. If you can you tell him you love him? Just say, God, I love you. Say, you're worthy of praise. You're worthy of thanks. I, I know one brother, he said, I don't know if he did it every day. He said, I thank the Lord for my hair, my eyes, my ears. I thank him. I thank him for everything. I mean, we are not thankful enough. Let me tell you that. We are so spoiled here. Anybody on a poverty income is a wealthy person anywhere else. But just learn to, how do you come into God's presence? How do you welcome Him? See, I think the more we just dwell on Him and think about it, my, my, probably my favorite part might be is I worship the living Christ. I worship a resurrected Christ. My Jesus is alive. See, that's where I say, Jesus, I've come to abide in you and your words in me. Just welcome him that way. I, I, I wish I could just carry that 
always be conscious of him. I, I think we have to develop that. And it, it gets easier. It gets easier to forget that junk that wants to come at, at your mind. I mean, that's where the adversary wants to take the life out of you. By the time you're really getting bold and you're thinking, I'm, I'm getting this, that little bird flies through and says, yes, but remember, and it'll put the date and the time, you know. And just, you've got to learn to stand against those things. You've got to know that that's, that's not the Lord. I'll read you a verse about that in a minute. But I was just thinking about some of those things. And I'll, uh, there's some other scriptures I'll, I'll think about. First John 4, 17 says, as you are, so as he is, so am I in the world. That'll make you feel better about yourself. Come on. As he is, so am I in the world. Colossians 3, 3. For you have died, I have died, and my life is hid with Christ in God. I mean, just verses like that. Just the thought. If you'll just keep going over some of them, they'll get in you. That, that, that word will come out of you. But you've got to decide. On here, oh, here's one. Lord, I've come to present my body today to you a living sacrifice, which is my reasonable service of worship. And I don't want to be conformed to this world. I want to be transformed by the renewing of my mind. Pray that one every day. That's Romans 12, 1 and 2. I should have learned that in Baptist Training Union when, when I was about 15 and Dixie was 17 or 18 and leading the class that time. And that was a verse she put up. I didn't get it then, though. It took me a few years later just to get a hold of that. See, Philippians 2.13, for it says, for it's God who is working in you to will and work for His good pleasure. He's working in you. He's working in you. Believe He is. He's making us more like Him. It's an, a, a small, maybe inward change as far as we're concerned, but eventually it'll have an outward manifestation. I always want, oh, we want to sense the presence of God. We're, we're like Peter, James, and John on the mountain. We just want to stay up there. But he says, no, you got to go back in the demon-possessed valley. You don't always feel that awesomeness of God but let me tell you other people sense it off of you they they feel it from you and that's what uh, I haven't told you about God's ice cream cone in a long time when Mariah was a little bitty girl and I'd go get her a double dip I, I wouldn't get her a double dip and start to hand it to her and throw it down and smash it would I no, Grandpa wouldn't do that. But listen, your father won't do you that way. There's desires in you that he's put in you that he wants to do, and he's laying them out there for you, but you've got to take hold of it. 
There's things. I don't care if it's a promotion, if it's family, whatever it is. If God's putting it in your heart, he doesn't do everything. He just puts an, a thought in us sometimes. I sent some money to Afghanistan just over. That just kind of come through me. I, I should do that. We sow seed here from the church in different places like that. I mean, those thoughts, a lot of those are more of God than we think they are. And we just kind of blow it off. Lord, I just thank you to know that he loves us more than we love our children, more than our parents have loved us, anything. You know, last Sunday we talked about the prodigal and the elder brother, which we really talk about how much God loves us. Because that father is such a picture to me of our heavenly father. He welcomed that son back. Josh, we welcome you back. You hadn't been here, so you're a prodigal. You're back. <laughs> and then there's the elder brother, and that represents the chronic church member that's going to straighten everybody out, you know. <laughs> they were trying to get me to wear my hat and preach. Yeah. Still I said, I'm afraid my dad come take it off of me. Because he would do that. And it's wrong. It's an old religious spirit thing that just wants to straighten everybody else out. Listen, I don't want to straighten you out. I want to present you to God. Reinhard Bunke made a statement that I'm envious of. He was such a great evangelist, and he won so many Africans. He had a great big voice. He said, I can't wait in heaven. I'll be there, and I'll watch Africa march in. He's talking about the ones he's won. Listen, I want to see you changing the earth. I want to see you taking the things that God has for you. That's what it's about. We're, we're to encourage one another. And I've found a new verse, and I'm going to show it to you in a minute. But don't forget Jesus on the cross. I'm telling you, we, we get too far away from it. I read this this week in Matthew 26, 38, when he's in the garden praying. He, he told Peter, James, and John, my soul is so deeply grieved to the point of death. Can you imagine that? I mean, you, and you know it's true. He said it. I'm to the point of death, just of grief. I mean, we've had things maybe strike us, fear particularly, wrong phone call or bad news or something. But can you imagine of just grief that he was actually about to die just from that? You know why? He went through it for all mankind to be redeemed. He didn't go through it just for this group. There's more out there that we need to find and bring in. He has proven his unconditional love. But uh, let's look at, put that scripture up in Philippians uh, 1, verse 6 and 7. 
For I'm confident of this very thing, that he who began a good work in you will perfect it until the day of Christ Jesus. I've told you this before. Some friends of mine were in a horse pursuit. And this one guy told another was watching. He said, if that horse knew who was after him, he'd give up. It's God. He who began a good work in you will perfect it until the day of Christ. There's times you want God to do something, and there's times you probably say, God, I wish you'd leave me alone. I, I, I know a guy when he was a new believer, and he said, he said, this God keeps waking me up. I thought, how many people would love to have your problem? He thought that was, but he was just wide open to God. But he is working on us. And he will perfect us until the day of Christ. For it is only right for me to feel that way about you all. Because I have you in my heart. Since both in my imprisonment and my, in the defense and confirmation of the gospel. You all are partakers of grace with me. But let, let me say this. I have you. In my heart. God has put you in my heart. He's given me also a responsibility and accounting that I'll give an account for. But I, I have no problem praying for you. I have no problem blessing you. I miss the ones that aren't here today. But I know God has got this word for us today. So I have accepted a spiritual responsibility for you as part of this body, part of this church family. Put up thir uh, Hebrews 13, please. Did I not give you that one? Okay. Anyway... It's, it's where it says, I will give an account. I will give an account of my part of overlooking the church family. So, why is there evil in the world? They're just evil people. There's people that won't decide to go with God. Put up those scriptures in uh, Psalms. 91. Now, if you're, you're scared of what's going on in the country, you're scared of the COVID, learn these verses. Memorize these verses. No evil will befall you, nor will any plague come near your tent. That's your house. Is that a true word? Is that not God's word? For he will give his angels charge concerning you to guard you in all your ways. Are not the scriptures true? What's our holdup? I'm going to tell you, we're lazy. We just don't want to get in the Word. I talked about how do you open your day, but how much of the Word do you put in you? Don't, don't start and say, I'm going to read... 
19 chapters. You better start where you're at and just add to that. Get in, get in the New Testament. Don't, don't start with Revelation, you know. Get in the book of John. Get in the book of Proverbs. Read a proverb every day, but just grow in the Lord. Let Him move in you. Let's look at Isaiah 43, 25. You've got that verse, Leah. This was in last Wednesday's devotion. I thought it's such a great verse. I, even I, am the one who wipes out your transgressions for my own sake, and I will not remember your sins. Listen, that is a great, that is a great verse on knowing you're forgiven. Uh, the New Living Translation says, and I will never think of them again. He will never think of your sin again when you've repented of it. He will never think of it again. Does that mean you won't? No, you'll think of it again. And the longer you dwell on it, the worse it gets. It's a battle, I know, but we've got to learn to walk through those things. And you know what? It's easy, and there's Christians that develop a martyr complex. It's just always going to be this way. I'm reaping what I sowed. It's just in my family. I deserve this. I'm cursed. It's easy to think that way. Because the world thinks that way and you grew up here in it. And that's why you have got to renew your mind. You've got to think on, think on that living Jesus. Think on that. He says, I'll not remember your transgressions anymore. And if somebody comes and reminds you of your past, you say, you've been listening to the devil. God didn't give you that. Because God doesn't remember it anymore. But these are the battles we walk through. <clears throat> this story of a man that became a monk, went to a monastery, and spent 20 years. He came out, was talking to some men, and the first thing he said was, I haven't seen a woman in 20 years. Now, if he thought he'd go in the monastery and not see a female and never have any lustful or sinful thoughts, he could have stayed in there 200 years and not changed him. He come out still talking about his issues. See, staying in a cave won't change you. It takes the power of the cross and to say, okay, I'm going to stop this or I'm going to do this, won't work. You have got to bring it to Jesus and say, Lord Jesus, help me get through this. 20 years there didn't change him. You've got to get there. I've got to tell you the other monk story. He decided he'd go in a monastery. And they said, okay, at the end of the year, you can speak two words. He come out at the end of the year and he said, what do you want to say? He said, food bad. He went another year. 
He come out and he said, you got two words. What do you want to say? He said, bed hard. He went another year. He come out. What do you want to say? He said, I quit. <laughs> they said, you might as well. The only thing you've done is complain since you've been here. <laughs> so we don't want to complain. But listen, we bring our issues to Jesus. He's the only one that can set us free from these things. And I, I think there's some things that only Jesus, we've got to remember, John um, 14, 6, He is still the way, the truth, and the life. And we've got to bring these things to Him. But let me show you some things. I, I think there's some things in our soul that needs to get straightened out. Let's go through some of these verses. Uh, Matthew 16, 24. Jesus said to his disciples, If anyone wishes to come after me, he must deny himself. Well, that's easy to read until you and someone else have a decision to make and they want to do something different from you and take up his cross and follow me. Whoever wishes to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. For what will it profit a man if he gains the whole world and forfeits his soul? Or what can a man give in exchange for his soul? What, what is a soul? Soul is a, an inner part. I really want to say it's our human spirit, but I can't. It's a, an inner working in us. There's probably, there's hundreds of scripture that just mention the word soul. It's an inner part of us. And I, I think it's part of our disposition where we get things in that God is working on us to get those old ways out of us. Those old, I think those were maybe a lot of our strongholds come from in things like that. It's easy to say, take up your cross. But it's not easy to walk it out. Let's look at another one. Uh, John 10, 28. Did I not give you that? And I give eternal life to them, and they will never perish. No, it's, Ma it's Matthew. It's on that list, Matthew 10, 28. Do not fear those who kill the body, but are able to kill the soul. But are, They can't kill the soul. But rather fear him who is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. Now, who is that? That's God Almighty. We're to fear God. Your, your soul is indestructible apart from God. It's part of you. It's an eternal part. One, one, another one here about that. Uh, Matthew twenty-two thirty-seven. 37. 
And he said to him, You shall love the Lord. You know this one. With your God, with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. So it's an inner part of you. I like that in Psalms 103 where it says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that's within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul. And don't forget his benefits. It is easy to forget his benefits. Who forgives your iniquity, who heals your diseases, who redeems your life from the pit. How many times has he redeemed your life from the pit? He saved us once, but he's redeemed our lives probably more than that from the pit. And yet then he crowns us with loving kindness and compassion. He satisfies our years with good things and he renews our youth like that of the eagle. There's a soul part of us that only God can satisfy. And I believe he's working those things out of us. You know this one in the book of 3 John, verse 2. Beloved, I pray in all respects you may prosper. Say it's okay to prosper. Come on, get over that poverty mentality. And be in good health. So the Apostle John says it's okay to be in good health just as your soul prospers. So if we're not prospering in some of these other areas, it means our soul's not prospering. We're more interested in eternal things than we are the internal things that where God is trying to work on us. And we keep resisting Him. We keep putting it off. I pray in all respects you may prosper and be in health just as your soul prospers. Well, let's just come back. Let's just stand up and worship the crucified Christ. Let's just remember Him. See, the Word of God says, if you're born again, what does it say? It says you're a new creation in Christ Jesus. Now, are you a new creation in Christ Jesus? If you're not a new creation in Christ Jesus, you need to come today and just come to the altar and get right with God. He says you're a new creation. The Word of God is true. And we need to measure our lives by it, not by, well, I'm doing better than I've ever done. That won't count. That's, that is just humanistic. That is just the flesh talking. Let's just bring our needs to God. Let's just worship the living Christ. Somebody come, put it back on the altar. Say, I'm not a new creation. I'm not doing what God says I ought to do. Let's walk out what He's called us to do. Lord, we want to please You. We have come to do Your will. I give You praise. I give You thanks, Lord. I thank You for everyone that's here. Lord, if we meet with You, Lord, You show us the things to get rid of in our lives. You show us the things to add to our lives. Lord, maybe it's to start having that quiet time with you.
Maybe it's to avoid some things, to avoid some people. Lord, we just worship you today. I lift up Jesus Christ and him crucified. Lord, you're the healer. Lord, you touch lives today. Lord, you speak to us in a way we'll understand today. We bless you, Lord. He's a good God. I bless you, Lord. Heal our souls, Lord. Show us how to present our bodies at living sacrifice. Lord, take anything out of us that doesn't need to be there. Holy Spirit, have your way. Have your way, Lord. Somebody give him praise. He's worthy to be praised. He's worthy to be thanked. Let him speak to you about how to live your life. He will lead you. We've got to be filled with his spirit to be led by the spirit. Those that are led by the Holy Spirit are the sons of God. Romans 8, 14. We praise you, Lord. We acknowledge you. We acknowledge you, Lord. He's letting light in. What are we going to do with the light? We bless you, Lord. We bless you, Lord. We bless you, Lord. Bless you, Lord. Bless you. Lord, I agree that you're meeting. We're doing everything, Lord, we're believing you to do. Has there been a time that you've been closer to God than you are now? Praise you, Lord. Lord, manifest your presence here. 
Remember when you wanted to be the first one to get to testify about how good God was, what He was doing in your life. It's God who's working in you to will and work for His good pleasure. Bless you, Lord. We bless you, Lord. Amen. Any other words? Crystal, that I have a word for you that I felt like the Lord gave me. It says, do not remember the former things or ponder on the things of the past. Listen carefully because I'm about to do a new thing. Now it will spring forth. Will you not be aware of it? I will even put a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. He's got you. So I say, go forward. Don't look back in Jesus' name. Any other word? Mariah, how about praying our dismissal prayer, would you? Men, don't forget tomorrow night, seven. Lord, we just thank you for this time. Thank you for who you are and who you are in us. Lord, I pray for a great week for everybody, for protection over us. We just thank you, Lord, again for today in this service. In your name I pray. Amen. Have a great day.